Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With former Blues superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by a World Series champion, former Cardinals outfielder, future Cardinals Hall of Famer. He is Matt Holiday joining us here on the show. Matt, thanks so much for the time today, man. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing well. Are you at a baseball game right now? I am. I am in uh, Lake Point, Georgia, or I guess uh, it's outside Atlanta at a at a baseball tournament. Yeah, for my son Jackson. So I am watching some sixteen-year-old baseball. Well, it's good to finally have baseball back in our lives. Have you been uh, paying attention to how everything's been going down so far in Major League Baseball? I have. I have. Uh, obviously, I'm excited to uh, hopefully get the season kicked off in about ten days and. Uh, have something to watch at night you know it's been kind of strange not having many live sports to watch and uh, actually I pretty much quit watching tv altogether uh, without any baseball and and basketball and and, you know just uh, really any live sports to watch so I've I've watched a few reruns here and there but in general uh, it'll be nice to uh, to have some real live sports back on so, Matt, if you were a player right now and you were watching everything that's going on, how comfortable would you feel playing in this 60-game season? You know, I, I think I'd be comfortable. I mean, I, I think it's uh, it's one of those things the guys love to play. Um, I, I think that if you – I think MLB, from, from my knowledge, seems to be doing a pretty good job of, of constantly testing these guys and doing a good job with the protocol. I know that there's been some hiccups here and there with the timing of the whole thing, and um, I guess – that's going to happen. I mean, I think that they're still trying to feel their way through some of the logistics of, of all the testing and, and how that's all going to work. But I think as a, as a you know, as a player, uh, you want to play and you want to get out there and, and this is, you know, you, what you love to do and compete. And, you know, I think it's almost like a college season with 60 games. So it's, it's going to put the importance, uh, it's going to be heightened on every single game, which I think is exciting for the fans and the players. I think, that is something, um, you know, that will get you going. Maybe if there's going to be no fans or limited fans in the stands, uh, that it's a 60-game, you know, sort of sprint to the finish to see who gets into the playoffs and potentially, uh, you know, chance to win a World Series. So I, uh, I'm excited about it. I, a lot of the guys that I've talked to for the most part are, are excited about it and, and looking forward to, to getting out there. 
Now, Matt, look, baseball chose to uh, forego the hub city or the bubble version of things while the NBA and the NHL have done their own version of it. And I understand why. Guys didn't want to be away from their families that long, and they're not thrilled. I, I don't blame them one bit. Mm-hmm. But I guess my question is, does it pose more obstacles for Major League Baseball to have the players just living at home and doing their own thing. And, you know, it's the honor system. And I know there's self-policing in the locker rooms, just like every sport, every team. But at what point, you know, does that self-policing kind of get ignored? And does baseball have a chance of pulling this off the right way? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I I guess the the hard thing about this whole thing is nobody really knows. I mean, obviously no one has ever experienced anything like this. Um, it's it's nothing that we can kind of draw on past experience to to kind of figure out what works and what doesn't work. I mean, I, I think you like you said it's gonna it's gonna come down to guys being super disciplined with you know staying inside of the bubble so to speak and, and doing everything um, that they can to not risk their teammates to not risk baseball's chances. Um, and then you know if, if somebody does get sick or is starting to feel symptoms and, and you know the testing and you just hope it works, I guess, is, is really what it comes down to. And I don't think there's a perfect scenario. I mean, I don't think that there's a perfect way to do this. Um, but I do think that, that uh, you know, I think MLB has done a lot of research, and, and I trust in the, in the people's making decisions that um, that this can work, and, and hopefully it does. And I'm, I'm rooting hard for it and, and hope that uh, it goes off. I'm sure there's going to be a few cases here or there like that we've already seen. But in general, I, I hope that, that everyone remains you know, safe and healthy, and, and uh, we can enjoy baseball. Former Cardinals outfielder Matt Holliday joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Matt, with all of the changes that are being implemented in baseball, we are seeing the universal DH in the National League this year. First of all, do you think there's a Cardinals player in particular that that's going to help or that's going to fit that role? And then you were able to see what the adjustment is from going from the National League over to the Yankees, where you spent a lot of time in the DH. What is the biggest adjustment for that? You know, I, I think that'll be a, it'll be a good thing for the, for the guys up and down the lineup. I mean, I, I don't know, um, you know, in looking at the Cardinals roster, that that there's any particular guy that you just kind of want to stick there and and leave him there. And, and so I, I think that they'll, you'll, they'll use it. I haven't, I don't know any, but my guess is they'll use it to give guys a day off and, and uh, give guys a rest and then, you know, kind of work, work through matchups with who's starting pitchers. And, you know, I think they've got some players that, that can match up against lefties and, and they'll, they'll be able to use it that way. Um, I don't, I don't really think it'll be that big of a deal for guys to get used to it. As long as you just kind of stay loose and, and uh, all the stadiums nowadays have batting cages underneath and, and areas where you can stay loose and a bike. And, and there's plenty of opportunity to keep a kind of a nice little sweat going and, and remain uh, loose and ready for the game and get your swings right before, you know, the, the, your bat comes up. So it's not really that hard as far as, as far as being loose and being ready for the game. I don't think it'll be much of an adjustment for the guys. So to answer your question, I, I think it's great. I mean, honestly, I, I think it'll be, it'll be good. Uh, for for guys uh, like you know a guy like Matt Carpenter or, or even Yachty or um, some of these guys that you can work through the DH and keep their bat in the lineup while giving them maybe their legs a little bit of a break on defense. All right, we talk about uh, you know not really having one guy pigeonhole for the DH. That brings me to my next question. You're going to fall into your realm of expertise. The Cardinals outfield. We've got uh, you know a jam. Um, 
And the Cardinals want to see Harrison Bader, see his development at the plate. Dexter Fowler, see if he can have a little bit of a bounce back year. Lane Thomas, Tyler O'Neill certainly competing for a spot. And then there's a kid named Dylan Carlson who mm-hmm. everybody's real anxious to see. So, mm-hmm. you know, as you look at the Cardinals outfield, just some thoughts and maybe your opinion on maybe who gets the first crack at it and, and where they might end up when it's all said and done. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be kind of a trial situation. I don't think that, you know, I mean, outside of Dexter, uh, the track record for all those guys is a little bit limited. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't know that any of them uh, outside of Dexter will get, will get a longer lease than the others. Um, I'm excited, like you said, about Dylan Carlson. I think he's a guy that's got a chance to be a, uh, a big-time bat, and he's one of those guys where um, if you give him a chance, he might just run off with it and might just, uh, you know, be one of those young players that, 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 that you just you plug and play and you just let him go out there and there's going to be some struggles. But, you know, the upside seems to be so high um, that, that, that you want to see what that looks like. And so, like I said, I, I, don't, I haven't seen him play enough to tell you, yeah, I think he's ready to play every day. But from what I hear and, and kind of some of the uh, – you know, some of the people that I've talked to that, that know baseball, I think he's an exciting young guy that could potentially be a middle-of-the-order bat. Um, I, I think Tyler O'Neill obviously has big-time power. I think, you know, to think you just got to kind of monitor the swing and miss and, and see if he's able to make enough contact because he's definitely dangerous, uh, you know, when he puts the ball in play. And, um, you know, those other guys are solid players. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, with Bader, he provides excellent defense. And Lane Thomas is an all-around really good player that, when he gets his chances, it seem to produce and, and produce at a pretty high level. So uh, the good thing is, is you have a lot of options. The, good, the bad thing is, is you have a lot of options. So it's, uh, it's one of those deals where I'm sure uh, Mike will, will uh, kind of rotate him through and, and maybe, you know, use the DH to get some more you know, bats for those guys to kind of see who kind of separates themselves. Uh, I think there's enough talent there. I mean, outside of Dexter, there's not a ton of experience and, and track record. So, uh, you hope that early on they establish, you know, in a team that's trying to win the World Series and a team that has uh, playoff aspirations, you want to kind of get that settled. You want to just be, uh, you know, trying guys here and there and, and just running different different lineups out every day. Former Cardinals outfielder and World Series champion Matt Holliday joining us here on Ribs and BK. Matt, you mentioned that you haven't seen a ton of Dylan Carlson, and you're certainly not unique. We We haven't seen a ton of him either, but you have talked more with people within that organization about him. What are some of the things that you're hearing about Dylan Carlson? We've heard a little bit about his mentality and just how focused and mature he seems to be for his age. What are the things that you're hearing about Dylan Carlson that you can maybe share with our audience? Yeah, I mean, I think to me the one thing that stands out is a guy with a hit tool. You know, he's hit everywhere uh, he's been. And I think when you can when you can hit and you've always hit and you have a natural uh, bent towards getting hits, I, I think that's one thing that, that you can't. Uh, you know, guys that hit and have always hit typically will hit in the big leagues, and I think that I think that that's him. And, and so uh, I know he's got he's got power. He's a big, strong kid. From what I hear, he can play center field and and uh, is it runs well and and, and does things um, fundamentally sound in the outfield. So, uh, like I said, I only know a little bit, but I'm excited to see him. I hear a lot of great things, and, and I think, like I said, he's one of those young players that everyone seems excited that could be the next uh, kind of cornerstone building block, if you will, of, of the Cardinal offense. And, um, you know, I think that's something that they need. I think they need uh, a guy, a middle of the order bat, a homegrown middle of the bat uh, to kind of establish himself soon and, and, uh, 
and kind of carry some of that weight in, in the middle of the order with, with Goldie and, and Matt Carp and, and DeJong and, and the rest of the guys. So uh, hopefully that's, that's who he is. And I think that that's from what I heard it's, uh, it might be. Last question that I've got for you, Matt. You have never been a part of a season like this where they have to get ready this quickly for the season. But you know what it's like early in the season, whether it be spring training or early in the year, trying to get your timing right and trying to get everything going. How difficult do you think it's going to be early in the season for hitters? And do you think it's going to be the pitchers or the hitters that are ahead early in the year? You know, the good thing the hitters got going for them is they're going to they're gonna start up right in the middle of summer. And so a lot of times you know, or every time we start in, in April, late March, early April, and it's cold a lot of places and, and you're dealing with weather and you're dealing with cold hands. And, uh, you know, that's always to the pitcher's advantage. And so I think the one of, you know, the advantage that the hitters have is they're starting in warm summer days and nights that the ball's going to travel and, and, uh, you know, you're going to feel, you're going to be sweaty and you're going to feel loose and, and all those things that I think are, are helpful as a hitter. Um, I think they're doing, a lot of inner squad from what I can tell they're, they're, they're facing a lot of live pitching. And, and, and I think the guys that I, you know, at least the guys that I, I, I know well and talk to a lot, um, you know, during the quarantine, we're still uh, getting, you know, a lot of swings in and the cages. And, and then even when they kind of got loose a little bit, um, we're taking live at bats and meeting different pitchers and taking at bats in cages and, and on fields and, and different locations. So uh, I think the players were, we're ready. Uh, we love to do this. You know, they were right in the middle of spring training. And so, um, you know, when that gets cut off, they were in, in playing ready to go shape. Uh, so as long as they did some stuff and were able to kind of keep things kind of moving in that direction, I don't think it's going to be an issue for the hitters. Um, I, I think that they'll, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll do well and, and they'll be, they'll be, and maybe a couple, you know, maybe may take a few, few games, but I think in general, the hitters will be fine. Just really quickly for you, Matt, do you think we can expect a bounce back season for Matt Carpenter this year? I do. I really do. Uh, I think, uh, I think he'll have a good season. And I think, like I said, I think him getting some DH spots and, and having that extra roster spot, uh, you know, to, to, to get Tommy Edmond in there and to get, you know, maybe if you, um, you know, want defense, you can play him at third and Carp can DH and, and some of that stuff. So I think he's going to have a really good season. I, I, from talking to him, I know he's excited that he, made some mental adjustments and, and maybe a little bit of a physical adjustment at the plate and kind of getting back to his roots of hitting the ball the other way. I think, I think that that's, uh, I think that that's something that you'll see. And, and, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch him. I, uh, I, in talking to him, he seems happier and, and to be enjoying, uh, the game a little bit more. I know last year was rough. Well, Matt, we appreciate the time, man. Get back to watching your kids' game. Enjoy it out there. Stay uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and we always appreciate you joining us here on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Y'all have a good day. Absolutely. You're the best. That is Matt Holiday joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN, former Cardinals outfielder, World Series champion, future Cardinals Hall of Famer. I wanted to get that last one it in better there. better be. Because. Right? We got to get it right. What? Future Cardinals Hall of Fame. Oh, there's no question. He'll definitely be. I know. I'm just Cardinals Hall of Fame eventually. I'm actually agreeing with you. <laughs> Think you'd enjoy the moment. <laughs> I was so taken aback by you actually agreeing with me. <laughs> I had to defend my position there for a second. I wanted to ask him about Matt Carpenter because I know that they're close, right? So they they talk occasionally, and I wanted to hear kind of what he's hearing from Carp. Sounds like if you read between the lines, there 
Carpenter kind of knows he's going to be getting a decent amount of time in the DH spot this year, which makes sense. Yeah, I don't think that was much of a secret. I think that, heck, even when the DH wasn't on the table, people, you know, they talked about what if we had a DH, this would be perfect scenario. So I think it's, you know, kind of a foregone conclusion. You'll see Matt Carpenter in the DH slot for a good percentage of it. It also sounds like he's heard some really good things about Dylan Carlson. Yeah. Because he is not a guy that's in the organization, but he certainly has plenty of connections within the organization, and he talks to plenty of people there. And he had some high praise for Dylan Carlson, so that'll be something worth monitoring in the coming days and weeks as well. For Jamie Rivers and Luke Clevenger, I'm Brandon Kiley. We'll cross things over with the Fast Lane next.